This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Grammy-winning jazz pianist Ramsey Lewis has died. The composer and radio host had a surprise hit called The In Crowd, originally recorded in 1965. Ramsey Lewis was 87. Oh, man, y'all just don't know. Got to give it up, man. One and only Ramsey Lewis. Um, rest in power. Yes. You know, that's that's the only the first thing I thought about after. By the way, y'all, welcome to the G Podcast, episode 146. <laughs> you know, but uh, Ramsey Lewis, rest in power. Um, you know, one of the things that came to mind immediately when, you know, I heard about the passing of uh, Ramsey Lewis was my 10-year-old self listening to the Sun Goddess album. I played that album until the grooves, you know how Columbia Records, and let me tell you, because I'm an insider, y'all, you know, I played a lot of vinyl in my career. And you know how you get the cue burn? (laughs) Tanya B, (laughs) the sizzle. I mean, there were just certain tracks on that Sun Goddess album. Um, You know, you could just hear as soon as it started, I, I wore it out. Go ahead, Tanya B, go ahead. You know, one song I liked, and um, for me, it was a big deal, a song called Fish Bite. Oh, yeah. And he, um, part of the hook was what the hell was going on? The catfishes are all alone. And I could never say hell. And every, I tried to sneak every now and then, but I thought <laughs> I would get caught. But like I said, hot dog it, fish yeah. bite, sun goddess. It was just, you know, and for all intents and purposes, that was almost an Earth, Wind and Fire album. There were just no full lyrics written to those songs. It could have very, you know, you. but it, it's great to have yeah. the meshing of those two sounds. And I applaud Maurice White for kind of paying it forward and going back mm. to Ramsey Lewis, who really gave him his shot when yeah. he was a drummer. And you know, the fact that, um, you know, again, just that fusion and it was that a classic number one album. What else can you say? Yeah. And, and people who, who may not know, uh, and, and you mentioned the fact that um, he used the Ramsey Lewis experience as a drummer. Maurice White did to really was a springboard um, to what he built for Earth, Wind and Fire. As a matter of fact, I think they posted you. I don't know if you posted it. Someone posted on Instagram. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, Philip Bailey did a tribute to Ramsey on stage. Um, oh yeah, and, and all the concerts. That. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He had. And I was just. Yeah. Go ahead. He had about eighty albums, uh, five Let's gold see. records, three Grammys in his career, and, and as Mike mentioned, the In Crowd was the breakthrough song uh, back in nineteen sixty five. He won Best Jazz Performance, um, and uh, of course, he's known for In Crowd, Sun Goddess. Just a few weight in the water was another one of the songs. Uh, he was also a DJ. So up until like 2009, um, when NU, WNUA, if you're in Chicago, the big jazz station in Chicago, he did mornings, the Ramsey Lewis Morning Show. Um, and and you mentioned we mentioned Maurice White was Maurice White was his drummer in the trio and went on to form Earth Wind and Fire. And you know the thing I like about this, and, and we talk, you know, the passing of. Um, uh, tr- trying to remember, and uh, Michael Henderson. When Michael Henderson passed, 
these guys were huge in terms of fusing jazz and R&B. So when you look at people like George Duke, you know, Stanley Clark and Herbie Hancock, Marcus Miller, and current day, you got Robert Glasker, Glasper. Um, these guys were really critical in making jazz mainstream through this, this stuff that they created in R&B. So he's one of those artists. So rest in power, man, uh, really and truly rest in power. Um, anything, Vi, do you remember back in the day, man, grooving to some Sun Goddess and, and, and some Ramsey Lewis? Solange Lewis. Ramsey? Yeah. Look. I, need, I have to hear the song. I don't remember. I don't remember, See, I don't remember the name. That was a no. <laughs> you don't know that. I love music now. Yeah, you do. I'm yeah, a you big, do. And I'm yeah, a big Earthwind, and I love, I, don't, I think the greatest band ever is Earthwind and Fire. Absolutely. So you know you know what Maurice mm-hmm. brought to the table. So if you, oh, under, yes. if you understand Maurice, Oh, yes. um, you you truly understand, um, well, you know, the, the power of uh, Ramsey Lewis, because Ramsey Lewis was definitely instrumental in, in creating the man. Yeah, he Maurice. Man. He absolutely was. He absolutely was. So. All right, y'all. Welcome. Uh, Tony B is, is, is back in here. Uh, with I'm us. back. Yes. Yeah. And you lost me for a second. No, no problem. Yeah. The one and only Tanya B is in the building. Let me say this, though. Uh, each week we do news, politics and pop culture here at the G podcast. This is episode 146. And Ooh. we couldn't do it without that piping hot tea from the one and only. Y'all give it up for Tanya B. Well, I'll say this. Um, Go ahead, I'm done. I'm done my tour of, of the East Coast. I'm back in a stationary place right now. Well, good for you. Uh, don't don't give your location because, you know, and I said, no, never that. No, I'm coming here breaking in my spot. I got something for you. You don't want my smoke. Yeah. And, uh, and I really hate that you got to do a report about somebody giving up their location, you know, get, yeah. and, and, you know, it's real. You know, giving up your location as a celebrity is not the thing to do. But I'll go ahead. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Tanya B. What, what yeah, a- no, no, just that. Um, I just want to, uh, of course, I want to thank uh, all the folks that rock with me each and every Friday and Saturday, 8 and 10 p.m. and Saturday at noon uh, on the Birdwire uh, this week. Uh, tribute to uh, New Jack Swing. And next week we were talking about songs like Joy Sims, All in All, and uh, Sybil, Don't Make Me Over, and what I'm going to do on the Birdwire next week. Please tune in. Uh, is I'm going to give you some one-hit wonders, female songs from the mid-'80s. So nice. think about who it might be, but just, you know, I always say, um, Vi's dog is licking the mic. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, I always Jesus. say, um, I always want to give you the opportunity to shake what your mama gave you and just take you down memory lane. And I'm also going to uh, revisit the... Uh, the month. Do you remember September of 1973? I'm going to give you some hits from September of 1973. So that's how we get down. I want to always, and a lot of artists, again, indie artists from yesterday and today, we've got indie artists that uh, were once major label artists. So we, we have a, a range from Shaka Khan, the bar case to, you know, give and Avery sunshine. So uh, we support the independent artists here on the Castropolis podcast network. Y'all so please reciprocate. Definitely. The one and only Tanya B y'all definitely check out the bird wire. Uh, every Friday and Saturday, 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. And then also um, on Saturdays at noon, you can get a, a chance with Castropolis at castropolis.net. You can go to the to the website and basically listen to it. Uh, three chances to listen. And, and, you know, Tanya, be going into 2023. Um, you need we, you and I and I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, we need to come up with a way we need to create a um, on demand version of the show. 
of the episode so that we can record it. So when we talk about it on the podcast, people can go to the site and check it out. So let's, let's make that uh, a goal. Oh, of absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So we can, we can get that done for 2023. All right. Um, again, and, and, you know, welcome again, episode 146. We couldn't make it happen with the one from um, not having, uh, well, actually having, uh, this guy and his friend, he's he's got a very special friend with him. Hadn't seen him in a while. The one and only Bo. <laughs> Bo is back in the building. But I got to give it up for my brother from another mother. The one and only the country commentator, y'all. Representing Columbus, Georgia. Originally from Forsyth. Mary Persons High School's pride. Give it up for bye, y'all. Yes. Bulldog, let's go. I know you're a happy man, dog. Yes, I am. We might get, a, we might get us another nag. Yes, I think uh, they look, I mean, I'm telling you, and and again, um, I, I'm glad, you know, Vi does bring that, that sports perspective to the show because he did play high school ball. Um, and, and one of the things uh, people are talking about is that UGA's team this year might be better than the team last year, even though it's, and, and it's a younger team, you younger know? Team. They don't have a bunch of seniors who will graduate and go to the NFL. Uh, a lot of these guys are just, you know, like sophomores and juniors. Yep, so sophomores. would they be? They they tore um, uh, South Carolina out the frame. We owed it to them. <laughs> so, were, before the season started, people picked South Carolina to beat. Oh, that's crazy! What was that about? <laughs> Even the coach knew because he came from <laughs> the coach. I heard it. Not to go into detail, but I heard an interview with South Carolina's coach like a couple of days before the game. He's like, uh, you know. He was laughing it off like, I'm glad people expect something out of us, but uh, <laughs> Kirby Smart got that machine rolling over at UGA. And, uh, you know, he started, you know, you don't want to, you know, he was trying not to let all that talk open Try up a no whoop ass because <laughs> it was coming. So, so, it was. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, man, appreciate you, man. Thanks for being on again this week. And, you know, you know, before before we really get rolling and we go into news with, with Syracuse Mike, I got to give it up for, uh, to Viola Davis and one of my favorite directors, if not my favorite director, GPB, Gina Prince by the wood. They did it, y'all, in a big way. Good movie. I love it. In a good way. And you know what, Vi? When we get to uh, entertainment, I want your vibe on the movie. I'm going to let mm-hmm. you be the you be the critic and you let me know. But I will say this, that The Woman King, it was projected to do about 12 million. Initially, oh, Sony no. put it out there for 12, minute, 12 million, but it looks like it's going to do 19, right around 19 million. And, and, you know, if you don't know, and I've mentioned on the podcast, Gina Bidewood, uh, Gina Prince Bidewood is uh, the director of Love and Basketball. She's the director of uh, uh, Beyond the Lights, The Secret Life of Bees. Um, she has done, if you know, The Old Guard on Netflix. She's the director of that. I think, and, and this is what it comes down to when, when I start talking my shit about movies, how bad they are. The director matters and, and the writers matter. And she is one of the best uh, she doesn't get credit. A lot of people, you've got a lot of these folks, these actors and actri- actresses who are getting these, what I call them vanity movies. They come out as, and, and they talk about, you know, all these things they're delivering. But nobody really has given her her due. She is an amazing director, and I'm so glad she hooked up with Viola Davis. So, Vi, you're going to give us your opinion on the movie, man, because I'm as you can hear, you probably hear in my voice, it was a rough week for your brother. 
Cause, cause I'm telling you, I let me before we go to the news. I stepped off the podcast last week, and and you know it was like I could, you know how you could feel something, you know, and it was kind of weird this week because the temperatures drop. You know, whenever a cold front, something like that comes through, I'm I'm one of these allergy seasonal guys, and man, it's like a, a hot spear hit me right between the eyes, and it was just burning like for three, four days. No, it was not COVID, y'all. But it was it could have been, but I'm telling you, your brother is glad to be back because uh, I, I have been on Benadryl takes you to a different place. I just I hate Benadryl, but I had to take it this week. Benadryl. Oh Lord, I see why the babysitters be using Benadryl. I'm sorry, not on my kids. Let's put a little bit in the, in the similar. Let's put a little bit in the similar. I see okay. why. I see why the babysitters be using that Benadryl, man. You know, because I'm telling you, I'll be texting. I took a Benadryl right after the show because normally I send the text out after we do the podcast to mm. people, you know. And I was like, on I forgot what text. I, I was sending a text at like nine o'clock and I blinked and I, I when I opened my eyes, it was noon. <laughs> that was not just joking. Well, you weak. It was eight. <laughs> you let Benadryl knock you out. <laughs> it was eight. It was eight a.m. <laughs> like take, I take Benadryl. I like taking Pepperman. Oh no, no, no! Not for your brother. I could take everything <laughs> else except Benadryl. All right, y'all. Hey, uh, thank you again, y'all. Episode one forty six. Tanya B. Vi, thanks for being here again. Let's go ahead and do news with Syracuse Mike, and we'll come right back after this show. Vice President Kamala Harris has taken the lead in the fight for women's reproductive rights. D- Details from AURN's Ebony McMorris. The nation's top civil rights leaders, reproductive rights and justice organizations met with Vice President Kamala Harris to discuss the harmful impacts of the U.S. Supreme Court's reversal of Roe v. Wade. At least 16 states have taken steps to ban abortion. During the meeting, Vice President Harris again slammed the decision. With the Supreme Court having made the decision in Dobbs to take a constitutional right that had been recognized from the women of America has created a health care crisis in America. For AURN News, I'm Ebony McMorris. It looks like there will be a debate between Democratic U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock and his Republican challenger, Herschel Walker. The debate is scheduled for October 14th in Savannah. Walker has already turned down an invite by WMAZ-TV for a debate that would have taken place on October 13th in Macon at Mercer University. R&B singer Jesse Powell has passed away. He had a big hit over 20 years ago with a ballad, You. Powell died at his home in Hollywood. His family did not confirm a cause of death. Jesse Powell was just 51 years old. Good news about COVID-19 from the World Health Organization. We have never been in a better position to end the pandemic. We're not there yet, but the end is in sight. We can help get there faster as a new round of boosters is now available, especially for people over the age of 50. Authorities in Massachusetts say Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis created an urgent humanitarian situation when he deported about 50 undocumented migrants to Martha's Vineyard with no apparent notice. Locals are doing the best they can to help their unannounced visitors. Also Thursday, two buses from Texas carrying about 100 migrants, mostly from Venezuela, were dropped off outside of the home of Vice President Kamala Harris. 
President Biden meeting with the families of Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan at the White House Friday. It's his first time meeting with them in person since their relatives were detained in Russia. The meetings took place separately. The wait is now 14 hours to file past Queen Elizabeth's coffin. By Thursday, the line of thousands of people stretched five miles. The Queen's funeral is Monday. Yeah, y'all. Um, you know, interesting thing about uh, the Queen situation and, and the uh, royal, uh, royal family. David Beckham was in line. Did y'all know that? Like, they had people, yep. they called it, I guess, like a queue. You know, you when you yeah, I saw queue, the line, yeah. and and mm-hmm. uh, you know they were pointing out all the famous people who had to wait in line. Why would they, David Beckham is like Sir David Beckham? I mean, if you're hey. like, yeah, I, mean, I guess they wanted to really be, I guess, kind of blend in, act like I'm not going to get special permission, and just be amongst the people. And I can get that because I I would expect most celebrities or you know dignitaries <laughs> to be, excuse me, I'm here, let me get to the front of the line. Yeah, but I'm sure four hours would be 14 hours. (laughs) Well, it went from two to four to five to seven to 11 to 14 to don't come anymore because you're not going to get in. Dang. I mean, so. You know, I I understand it was also a little chilly out there. People were standing outside and not the warmest of climate temperature. Yeah, I mean, they're they're talking about the lows in, in, you know, because the seasons are different. Uh, you know, overseas, over the pond, mm, yeah, across the pond. So they're talking about lows in the uh, like lower forties, something like that at night. So yeah, yeah. So so interesting. Um, the other thing, if you didn't if you didn't hear, it may may have had a little clip in the beginning of the news with Mike, uh, but forty subpoenas handed out in the Trump situation. And and I just want to mention this. I don't want to uh, spend a whole lot of time on Trump this show, but I will say. If I'm Trump, it's just all the shit waking. Can you imagine waking up every day to something? It's like, damn, it's almost like he, worse than prison. Go ahead. But I think I think Trump loved it, though. He liked the attention. Dude, I you, think Trump said any attention, a good attention. Go, no, I don't it. see that. Trump, No, he's such a narcissist. I agree with you. He's such a narcissist. Trump said, if y'all put him in jail, the country will suffer. All I got to say is this. He still has, like, for example, this recent um, when they had the designation of the special master, he's got to pay for that. So in a a lot of cases, a lot of these things that are are these legal challenges, this is money. I mean, in in a lot of cases, even even the GOP was funding and paying out of the GOP coffers but to cover him. He stole, he, stole, he stole enough money and sold enough crappy merchandise. You know, it, he'll use it, try to find a way to use it as a tax write-off. So well, I'm glad y'all I, think I, that. I'm glad y'all feel that way because I'm looking at he it He should like, pay for it. Damn! He, 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 he want the government Absolutely. To, he want the government to pay for the, uh, the special process. No, dude, you asked for that. We yeah. asked for that. Yeah, I hear you. But I, I just I just feel, and, and I'm not saying, I, I'm like, keep it coming. You know, honestly, I mean, it's like it's a barrage. I've never seen. He loved it. I bet you he loved it, though. Well, maybe. But I'm just here to tell you all in the history of this country, I've never seen. I mean, it's almost like I I really almost have never seen um, any politician face this much of a legal challenge after they leave office. I mean, you've seen people go to prison, but in terms of the number okay, of lawsuits packing in or, or stacking Trump up. Trump has yeah. done things no other president has done. I agree. How, would, how do you lead off with that many top secret documents? I, you know, you know, I mean, it ain't, then, yeah, I guess he thought it was people, like leaving with, with paper. Like they, say leaving. Had, they say he had the nerve say it was here. He even, because they've been tracking this stuff over a year, they said. Yeah. 
Then he said, and I don't understand why we think, why they don't think we done right by. They've been asking this man for a year to turn them documents, and he wouldn't turn them in. Yeah. So when they finally go give him that, like he done something wrong, how y'all think he done something wrong? And I don't understand this judge neither. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm just, I mean, honestly, I, I just, honestly, I, I've spent way too much time on it, even this show. But I will just say that um, it's a barrage. I've never seen this much, like, coming. I mean, every day is something, okay? The other thing is, Tanya B, we'll talk about Jesse Powell when we get to the T. And, um, you know, the migrant situation um, is just, um, quite frankly, uh, it's inhumane. I mean, it is it is inhumane. Well, Go ahead. Ron DeSantis, to me, is inhumane. Yeah. And that other whack job in Texas is inhumane. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and, you know, I look at it in a twisted kind of way that people may be better off not being in Texas and not being in Florida because yeah. I believe that they would be further exploited, mistreated, and disrespected. And they say he, they say he spent but, $12 million of the Florida money yes. to send them folks over there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Twitter. Oh yeah, he wait. He flew. Uh, DeSantis, uh, what's it, Scott in Texas? Mm-hmm. He put those folks on buses, but DeSantis <laughs> flew them. He put them on planes. He Private flew them. Jets. Now you got to, <laughs> you got to remember. You're talking Martha's Vineyard and yeah. and 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 Cape Cod. They don't have airports. They have like little crop duster private plane kind of airports, you know, where the Kennedys and people like that would fly in. So it's not like they're flying into an international airport, you know, with a a half mile runway. Yeah. So I don't see why it's not it's not illegal. Why can't they put them in jail for stuff like this? Well, you know, I got to say this, Tanya B and and Vi, um, I've heard people um, in especially in uh, Massachusetts, they are looking at potentially putting uh, charges out there uh, for human trafficking based on this whole scenario. Yeah. So yeah. so this week, um, you know, DeSantis and, and and the Texas governor may be facing some charges, may be facing uh, potential charges. Everybody involved in it, you know, may be uh, facing potential charges of human trafficking and some other. I mean, they took the I mean, what, what is it? They dropped the uh, the migrants. Illegal, in, well, illegal yeah, immigrants. Yeah, they dropped the, Im- yeah, the, the migrants out yeah. undocumented. They dropped them off in front of VP Harris's house. This is house, yeah. And they were talking about now this talk of them going to uh, D.C. and doing the same thing at the White House in front of Uncle Joe's house. But my thing Crazy. is, you know, is again, how, you know, and here's the thing, okay, they're in your state, they're undocumented. Do you think that they're going to be, they're just going to pick up and act like they, you know, no tea, no shade? These people are still illegal immigrants. I don't like that word. Let's say undocumented, no, undocumented. people. Yeah. Right, right, undocumented. So, how you know, being that they've come to this country where they don't speak the language, how are they, you know, just them being able to, you know, being able to blend in with society and being able to function and being able to, you know, take care of their families. Yes, they may not. You know what? And they talk about how they would get persecuted and killed in their countries, but at the end of the day, there are enough morons in this country that will run up to wherever these people are mm. or people who may look like them and you know just like you know, the whole thing with the Asian hate you know you might not be Korean you might be Chinese you may be Vietnamese you may be Taiwanese but you just have that look so you know you gotta look at it like that and I just gotta say this and I know we're gonna move on I, I and I'm from Massachusetts and I spent a lot of time as a child down at the vineyard with the people okay the ink, the ink spot so, the inkwell no nothing else the inkwell I didn't <laughs> look we didn't even have to go to the inkwell we, we were special y'all 
all. But anyway, <laughs> let me just say this is that, you know, there's not a whole lot of, you know, the, the Cape is basically a seasonal town. So you don't really have people go there to retire. You know, people go there to have generational money and, and real estate and homes. Um, the only jobs that I can think of those people can do are seasonal jobs or restaurant jobs. I'm not saying some of them, for all I know, they could be doctors and accountants, you know, in their home country. But I, I'll be it'll be interesting to see how they get treated. I thought it was overkill and it was a bit much for and I just call it, if it was Charlie Baker, the governor of my home state of Massachusetts, for you to get the National Guard down to Martha's Vineyard, I think that was overkill. You could have if it was all that, you could have called in the state police. I know they don't they probably have two police officers down there in the vineyard and one is the chief of police. But I thought that was a bit much. And from what I'm understanding from talking to you know people that I know that that reside and there are people that reside down down the year year round. Um that the people have been actually relocated to military bases. So they are basically living in old barracks. I hope that the conditions are not, you know, inhumane. But, um, you know, again, all this was done, I think, you know, uh, the, the people that sent these people to these different states, whether it was by bus, train or, you know, um, bicycle, uh, that was reactive behavior. And they were just trying to flex. And, you know, I, they say in color purple, ain't no good going to come to you when you do things like that. So, yeah, so I think it's far from over. But, you know, again, you've dropped strange people in a strange land. How are they going to you know, how they function? They can communicate amongst themselves. But unless somebody's bilingual, you know, it is culture shock, really. Yeah, I want to move on. I think, on, but I I think it's overkill. One, one last yeah. thing and then we'll move on from it. Okay. Um, you know, the word is that most of these folks are going to be deported. So the deportation process, when they go to the base, it's already begun. They're going to be deported. Okay. All right. One more, one and last try thing. try to come back again. Yeah. And, and try again. That's what's going to happen. One more thing. And then we'll, we'll uh, get ready for the tea. We'll take a break. But um, the end of uh, COVID is near. Basically, based on the World Health Organization. No, they're wrong. I'm sorry. Go well, I, I don't think, you know, I, I think what they're saying is probably the worst of it because, uh, you know, it's always going to be part. And that's why we're going to have to do a booster every single year. There's always yes. be potential for it. But I think what they're saying is the worst of it. They, can see, they can see the, the, the light at the end of the tunnel. That's that's encouraging. Plus, have you all taken your booster yet? The new booster? Has, have oh, you yeah. yeah. You got the I'm not el- I'm not eligible yet. So. Okay, I think I'm eligible, so I'll be doing it within the next few weeks or so. I took mine. Yeah. Very as good. As soon as I am eligible, I will do it. Absolutely. Let me know how you feel about how you feeling. You feeling all right? Yeah, I feel fine. All right. So far, how many? How, how long has it been since you got the booster? Has it been more than seventy two hours? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there are some a, people. I mean, a third booster. Yeah, dude. I mean, you got the 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 uh, the new variant booster that just came out within the week or so. Like the BA5? Well, mm-hmm. well, I don't know if I got that. I just took a booster like a couple of months. Oh, no, no, no. This is a new one. This oh, no, there's new. another one. Yeah, there's another yeah, one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sunday. Watch your mouth. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Country commentator just tell it like it is. You know? Jesus. Jesus. Re- rebuke. Rebuke. Okay, I'm sorry. There go ahead. Go. go ahead. Forgive me, Father. I am not perfect. <laughs> there you go. All right, y'all. So let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a break, and we'll come right back. Here we go. Hey, it's Tommy B, host of This Is The G Podcast. To keep our podcast real and unfiltered, we accept limited sponsorship dollars. Instead, we depend on you, our listeners. Now you can support us and look good buying our swag. Our merchandise store is open for fall 2022. You'll find coffee mugs, shirts, hoodies, and there's more to come. Look for the link in our podcast notes of each show or go to our page at castropolis.net forward slash This Is The G Podcast. That's C-A-S- 
T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S dot net forward slash This Is The G Podcast. Be a G. Support the podcast, y'all. News, politics, pop culture, and that piping hot tea from the one and only Tanya B. This is The G Podcast. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Tanya B, what you got? What yeah, you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What you got? We're going to start off first with a celebrity crime blotter. Um, I want to first say, I'm not going to give this a whole lot of time, but you know, um, there was the uh, white female juror in the R. Kelly trial that had the anxiety attack and had to be removed from the jury. She was replaced with a, a white male. And you know, R. Kelly's still guilty, not of every single charge, but he's been charged with enough because I understand that when uh, he is sentenced in a few weeks, he could face another 10 to 90 years in jail, you know, and rightfully so. Uh, but it was just interesting. And, you know, they're still all these people still putting money on his books down to the jail. As soon as the money gets put on the books, the feds come and take it and pay his fines and pay uh, the victims of his. I can't say alleged sexual abuse now because now he's been found guilty so there's that um but we may have a cellmate for r kelly and that would be uh tim norman he is the son of miss robbie's of uh, sweetie pie's fame on the own network you know he was the one that was charged with a laundry list of things everything from insurance fraud to wire fraud to attempted murder and uh some other charges for orchestrating the the murder of his nephew how cold-blooded can you be when you go and kill your your late brother's son only son for money and again the word was that he the next person that was on his hit list was his own mother who I don't know why she keeps defending that sociopath and then the feds also went to his baby mama's house Janae and told her that he had put a hit he was planning to kill her and Miss Robbie was giving the baby mama shade and she was trying to protect herself and that son Damn, so wait, a we're not- wait a minute is this dynasty <laughs> I know. See, Dynasty Alexis Alexis Carrington. (laughs) No, see, Alexis. Alexis didn't get caught. This fool got caught. Okay. Damn. This been going going on for a while. But I'm just saying. Did he think he was on Dynasty or? He's not that smart. He's not that smart. That's the thing. And again, I tell this is. I just say, you know. uh, Single black mothers. This is the type of thing that can happen when you. Uh, reward bad behavior when you are in denial about your, ch- your your black sons having some mental health issues when he trying to wipe out the nephew the mother his son's mother so had he succeeded in in, in murder having murdering his son's mother that child would have been i guess raised by miss robbie because the mother would have been dead and the daddy's in jail which That's is crazy. that is just that the craziest crazy. thing is. uh yeah it is so you know what he gets sentenced right before christmas and he's he's going to do life miss robbie will only visit him when he gets taken out of jail in a pine box or when she goes to the jaya you know when, when you go to jaya that means you're not getting out r kelly is in jaya tim norman is in jaya okay All there's right. a difference between that and jail oh and also just wanted to give you an update on and i thought that i just always smelled a rat about this whole thing it, it, it really is sad because it really could do a lot of damage to the careers of Tiffany Haddish and Aries Spears and these sex abuse accusers. And, you know, when people, I thought they were just chasing a check and it was a money grab. And I believe I am right because allegedly now these folks don't want to do anything else legally because they got to pay for it. Now they want to uh, go to uh, reaching a financial settlement. So I think that was just a big old money grab. And, yeah, and that's what that was said in the beginning, that this was a money yeah, grab. Yeah, and that's what they said. Yeah, yeah. So that, you know, that whole thing. And uh, then next, I just want to revisit this. We uh, in Syracuse, Mike talked about uh, the passing of Ramsey Lewis. Guy, you know, and again, just go to Earth, Wind, and Fire Instagram. There, uh, actually, Philip Bailey is actually in the midst of singing "Sun Goddess." 
taping you know on his phone just the reaction of the crowd and it's a multicultural crowd so it was like people know these songs and they're just doing a lot of great tributes so go check that out and may he rest in power um as far as jesse powell goes you know what's interesting his his family has a musical legacy he came up in the church he has uh his sisters trina and tamara not t and tamara trina and tamara were in this group a uh, one hit wonder from the mid 90s called something for the people you yeah, better represent because my love is a sh- yeah, those yeah his that sisters. was the jam yeah and from what I'm hearing Jesse had been ill for a while and I'm not going to call anything I don't know I'm just going to say allegedly he passed away from a terminal illness he had been ill for quite some time and if you've seen pictures of Jesse Powell like even in the last five or so years yeah. before he stopped allowing people to see him he was not looking well yeah. so uh, rest in power know, Rest in power with him. And also, I just got to say this. This whole thing with this uh, Philly rapper, PNB Rock, who was shot at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. People are really giving his um, baby mama, you know, some unnecessary smoke saying she should just go kill herself, which is really, you know, these keyboard gangsters saying it's her fault that people knew where they were. But let me just make this very clear. He posted where they were before she did. And then when people see you in a place like that, yeah. they're going to post so-and-so and so is here. And, you know, it, it's sad that the people, some people that were in there rather than trying to help this man during his last moments of life they whipped out their phones and were trying oh, to film wow. who wants who wants to see somebody die like that wow. you know they get the dumb donkey of the week but the other thing is again a cautionary tale young people with all of the you know crime that was going on with the athletes and celebrities in Atlanta and you know not just in Atlanta other places as well you know you're on Instagram and on social media saying I'm not at home not less than smart you've got people that are up there flexing with these luxury items that may or may not be authentic most of the time they're fake you know it's it's almost like you're making yourself a moving target and after they broke into Mariah Carey's house down here she's like you know what I'm done with y'all people in Georgia she put that house up for sale she don't, she don't, she's not oh, going back there like, anymore. right enough of y'all I don't come there enough anyway and so she's actually putting her she's put her house up for sale so well, I just let me ask cautionary you, tale let me, let me ask you Tanya B um, do you see in Atlanta um, an, an extra push or, or, or just extra activity around people going after celebrities more so than other cities? Well, you know, um, you know, I, you know, I just came back off. I said an East Coast tour. I'll just say that. But in talking to people in like in the West Coast and the Midwest, uh, I guess we hear about it more because here's where I guess you have more of a concentration of those kind of people that get on yeah. social media and flex. But it's happening in many other states. You know, mm. so I, I, I think mean, back, you, I think back to what happened. Uh, with Clarence Avon and his situation. Where, right. You but know, before that, remember yeah. um, some before Gronkowski left the Patriots and mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't y'all have, you know, a ring or have some kind of security or get a house sitter? Uh, I think it was Gronkowski and some other NFL player. They were playing in the Super Bowl. So, you knew they weren't at home and yeah. their houses were robbed. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just too much. Too yeah. much, folks. Folks. It's just on. too much. It's just too, too much. Like when they came in, they should have like a a real good security system. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The think. one that calls the cops, have a house sitter. So it's like, this is the price you pay when you're cheap as well. But you know what? Have y'all, what, what was the movie on Netflix? It's a British movie. It's called I've Been Here. I was here. <laughs> you know, I don't know why you, you yeah. watch Netflix probably more than Tanya B. And the movie is called, it's like a, a thriller, but it's about this guy who breaks in and he's a graffiti artist. But what oh, he yeah. does is he breaks in the rich people's houses and he put this, he puts a big graffiti on the wall. He tags. He tags them. I was mm-hmm. here, you know, and, but, it, but it really kind of shows how he breaks in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast, but I'm, I'm He's giving you know, all these things. He's probably giving some ideas to folks <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. everything is, you know, everything is, do, yeah. is browser is web-based. 
you know, yep. when it comes down to some of these security systems. But I just thought that was interesting. It's an interesting, it's, a, it's an interesting watch. It's kind of far-fetched, but you know, whatever. Go ahead, Tony B. Yeah, but there are also there are also some communities that have you know security like and, and you know I, again nothing is one hundred percent because the community where Clarence and Jacqueline Avant resided they mm-hmm. had in their little enclave in their community they had private security but you know one person can only do so much at one time that's so anyway. true so true okay now let's talk about something more positive. Yeah, okay, I want to uh, I want to say five one to Ludacris. You know, he's you know actor, rapper, philanthropist, business owner, and I really like what he's doing with generational wealth with his children. You know, he's had this animated Netflix show called Commerce World about his daughter on Netflix. It's been renewed again, but he's yeah, but he oh, but wait, you might have to do that again okay. because he has um, gotten to the point where he has now cut a deal with the Mattel toy line for. Uh, Karma's World Toy Line. There's also a hair care line called Curly Kids. So I just want to say five hundred to him because he really is creating generational wealth for his children. Well, cool. It, yeah. But he did not. He did not put much into um, End of the Road. <laughs> Into the road. Well, you know, I I heard a lot of people didn't put much in. Okay, yeah, you know, it it, it was almost like Kong for Jesus. Either people loved it or they hated it. There was no in between. And I'm hearing that people are more on the hated it. But you know, at the end of the day, I get it, I get it. But Latifah and Luda, you know, people got checks. Those are my two favorites too. I'm gonna talk about it. I know, I know, I I know. I'll talk about it. Well, you you're not missing anything. And I also just want to. This is something that happened since we talked about the prep just. Uh, for the show, just that uh, Ludacris's manager has been arrested on murder charges. Now, you may recall, yeah, wasn't really talked. What happened was his manager, Shaka Zulu, whose name was like, uh, that's his stage name. Anyway, that eatery where the shooting took place is one that he owned. Okay, so he um, started out in Atlanta. You know, this Tommy B as a DJ, much like yeah, he, was on, he was on Hot, Hot, uh, yeah, hot, yeah, hot, it exactly. was hot 97 back in the day. Yeah, now it's right. Hot 107.9. So, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And uh, what happened was, uh, you know, the way this story came out initially was that he was walking out or walking in and saw a woman getting like beat up or abused by a man. He went to her aid. Allegedly, this uh, the man pulled the gun and Shaka pulls his gun and, you know, shots fired, shots fired. But um, from what I'm understanding now, uh, you know, he did go and turn himself in. It, it's interesting that somebody who was, you know, and there's more to this story. I still say this. But um, the fact that, you know, he went after the person allegedly shot him. Eh, I don't know but at the end of the day um i would think the person that pulled the gun first should also be prosecuted as well and it's just really uh just a bad time this to kind of happen one thing i'm glad to see is i'm not gonna out of respect i'm not gonna mention this woman's name but someone who's very popular very well known i'll just say um has a connection to professional sports used to work with ludicrous and Shaka Zulu on the radio in Atlanta who was also there and I'm glad to see I'm not going to do it um, hmm. mention her name but yeah. she's not being dragged into this because she doesn't deserve it she was you know down here hanging out visiting and it was kind of like wrong place wrong time but I you know a lot of people are rocking with Shaka there's a groundswell of support and with the statement that his attorney released it's on Instagram everybody's you know, rocking with it to see you know what happens and I'll keep you posted and you know it's just unfortunate because he's not known to be a violent person you know he's very always been a very hard worker very focused you know again creating generational wealth for his family as well he's got a wife and kids too so you know i just say i hope this 
just doesn't get messy because at the end of the day he's got kids and you know kids are cruel oh I saw your father on the news your yeah, father yeah. was on Instagram and they said he murdered somebody but you know, you know, B, let, me, let me say this and, and, and we can say move that. on let's move on to the next we story. must we move but on I, yes. but, I'm, but I'm gonna say in Atlanta and, and for my folks in Atlanta you'll understand what I'm what I'm about to say when you <laughs> turn the news on whether it be 2, 5, 11, 36 whatever there are a rash of people shooting people just pulling up to get gas at gas stations every day every, every day. day i mean it, it's it's ridiculous and 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 i will say this because uh in atlanta people don't understand there is a huge wealth gap you know you the, the haves and have nots um, you can go from no one area where absolutely you can go to from one area where it's you know mansions to where areas where there are dirt floors you know in some of these you houses know, some of these neighborhoods or in the zip code yeah, let's say let's code. call a thing three zero three one eight is one of those zip codes so it really what is. I have to say and and I I say it and I, I don't want to get into it uh, on this podcast you have to keep your head on a swivel because it is yes. basically it will lull you into a false sense of security and well, next let me thing say, you let me know I mean it's just pow, like pow. there's 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 footage right now that um, uh, they're using to try to find out who uh, pist- pistol whipped you know this guy basically he was just a coach in town uh, dropped, yes. stopped you know over uh, to get some gas they pistol whipped him uh, eventually killed him and took his car so that kind of stuff goes on every freaking day well, let me say this and, again and coming off on. of my okay my east coast my east coast tour yeah. i see it happen in boston i see it's happening in new york new jersey philadelphia is almost as bad as atlanta and i mean it's just it's everywhere it's chicago it's california it, you know it's like you said you know with the wealth gap it, things are happening in very affluent uh, zip codes and things are happening up in the cut so it's not just atlanta it's like let me tell y'all everywhere. don't be driving around in that lambo in that Lamborghini. I mean, I'll be driving. Mm-hmm. I, if You know, when I go, like, I'll, I'll just jump in a B2000 1993. You need your hood <laughs> car. No. That's, and I know people that Hell, do that. I, mean, I know people. The Lamb- Lamborghini? I ain't going to be pulling up into a gas You're a moving target. No. With the you are a moving t- no. You're a moving target. You yes. are a moving target. And again, I knew, know some people. They have their real nice car for when they go to other places, but just for day to day, yang, yang, yang in no. around the neighborhood, they, they are pretty driving like 2010 Toyota so they just blend in and you know again don't attract attention to yourself like when you're on the gram you know flossing you make yourself a moving target and most of the time these people are doing this they don't even own this stuff they don't and, and, own I, and it. I gotta say this when it comes down to that I was watching I was looking at People Magazine there's an actor and you might know his name uh, he's, on, he's on the level of Leonardo DiCaprio and, and Keanu Reeves that kind of level he drives a like a Toyota truck like a, a one of the small Toyota trucks that's what he drives Larry and David he's, drives he's the, a billion he drives almost, the Prius yes I mean he don't be out Prius. here with these Lamborghinis pulling up you know on University Drive <laughs> wait, wait, at, wait, at a red, wait, at a red light, 
at the gas Y'all station know. next to the Wendy's <laughs> that they burnt down two years That's ago when we had the riot. Stop it. Okay. Stop it. But go ahead. What you got next time? I'm sorry. Okay. Just, well, uh, public service announcement, y'all. Announcement, yeah. Okay. Yeah. To quote the late great comedian Robin Harris, keep your eye on your luggage. Okay. Yes. So last week uh, I talked to you about some of the Creative Arts Emmy winners, uh, our forever President Barack Obama, Chadwick Boseman. But you know, uh, uh, first of all, the Emmys made a bad decision to try to go up against any other program, sports related, like football. Dumb. And that's why one reason why you know, dumb donkey. Okay, that's one reason why the ratings are so low, and people just don't watch these shows anymore. They just go watch the clips that they want to see. They don't have to, and the clips come up just as quick as you know they're on TV. So who wants to sit through three hours of their life? They're not going to get back, you know, to watch these actual shows. And I just want to say um, shout out to Zendaya. She made history as the youngest. Um, Woman of color that won back-to-back Emmys for her role as Ruin Euphoria, which I don't watch. Um, I want to say that, shout that, out. That show triggers me. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't watch it. I have kids, enough issues on my own. Look, if you got kids, you don't want to watch that show. <laughs> you, you don't want to watch it. So keep going, really? Ty. No, hell no. The stuff they do. Uh, it's about school, some kids no. on drugs. Like oh they're doing God. some some drugs we never. Hey, they doing drugs we never heard of it's back in the level. day. If you got kids, don't <laughs> yeah. watch. Don't watch Euphoria. <laughs> if you got young kids, don't watch Euphoria. But go no, ahead, Ty. <laughs> Most people that have kids will probably lock them up. I just want to say, you know, the shout out of the surprise of the evening to me was Lizzo uh, beating RuPaul's Drag Race, which had run best competition program forever. Um, her Amazon Prime series, series Watch Out for the Big Girls won. And I think she, and she was very overcome and emotional. And I get it. So she's really having a good year. Yes. You know, um, Go Lizzo. Yeah, her t- yeah, her tour kicks off. Watch out for the Big Girls tour kicks off um, actually uh, the 23rd of September. And she'll be out there until um, right around uh, between Christmas. I mean, right prior to Christmas. She, and needs, then, hey, she course, needs to she needs to uh, do another version of the thong song. I can see that. I can hear it. I can hear it. But go the ahead. invisible thong song? <laughs> that thong the invisible thong, thong, thong song. No, where? Where's, <laughs> where? Where's that thong? <laughs> where, there you no, go. No, no, no. You're too much. Too far. No, no, no. All right, Bob. No. All right, we hear you. <laughs> let, me, let me have my moment. Go ahead. Uh-uh. Go ahead. Okay. Can I, fin- can I finish now? Cause okay. I want y'all to just, okay. Just bite your tongues. Cause this, I want everybody to listen to me now. Don't yes. believe me later. Okay. Um, two of the, I think aside from the, whoever might've been funny, whoever might've been who, what, whatever, you got to give it up to first of all, Quinta Brunson for winning the best, hold your applause and hold your, 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 your comments. She won, um, Emmy for, Abbott Elementary, and she looks at, she said four years ago, there were so many, almost every other entity out there turned that show down. So much like Jennifer Hudson and Simon Cowell, I say, Quinta Brunson, you do what you do, girl. That is, success is the best revenge. Yes. And even she said I'm she, I gotta she was give it. happy. I gotta give this. How about that? I told you don't talk till I'm finished. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then I also want to say, you know, I, I love the, the fact that she really put this in, in a very, um, professional, I guess, perspective, you will, perspective, you will. And, you know, they said, well, didn't you want Abbott Elementary to win for Best Comedy? She's like, no, it's not our time. We're going to grow. We're going to do more things. And the show is going to um, step outside the walls of the school into the characters' homes when the show comes back on next week. But then I think if you got to pick one major moment from, aside from, I give Selma Blair credit for coming out because she's really had a lot of health issues with this whole MS thing. So she was out there and, you know, it didn't affect her speech. Uh, it's just that the attorney 
Colonel Dream Girl, Shirley Ralph, you know, one after being in the business for 50 Absolutely. years, Absolutely. 50 years. Hey, can I play, can I play um, her speech, Tanya B? Because I think that's probably, yeah. let me, let me go ahead and get it rolling. Um, yeah, go ahead. I, I agree that, um, you know, this is probably one of the best speeches in a while. Ever. You know, on a, on an award show. But let's, let's do it. But yeah, definitely. She, she deserves it. Dina. Dream girls. Yeah. species but I sing no victim song I am a woman I am an artist and I know Belongs. To anyone who has ever, ever had a dream and thought your dream wasn't, wouldn't, couldn't come true, I am here to tell you that this is what believing looks like. This is what striving looks like. And don't you ever, ever give up on you because if you get a Quinta Brunson in your corner, if you get a husband like mine in your corner, if you get children like mine in your corner, and if you've got friends like everybody who voted for me, cheered for me, love me, thank you. So cool. Hey, make you want to go buy an album? <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, man. I got to give it to her. Go ahead, Tony. Hey, what's wrong, what, what wrong with Smiley trying to talk about it wasn't good because he, she ain't singing a song that he ain't know? Said, oh, dude. dude. Are you serious? Come on. Come on, Smiley. Well, actually, the song is uh, a song from Diane Reeves. If you if you remember, I mean, Diane Reeves' big hit was Better Days. If you remember Days, the song yeah. about the grandma song. That was the, the crossover song. Yeah, that was the big She's crossover song. She's a jazz singer. I might singer, not know that still, song. Yeah. I might not know that song, but that was powerful. Yeah, it was powerful. Oh. Within, it was, for the moment, powerful. It definitely was powerful mm-hmm. for, the, that for that, was, that moment. That was powerful. Perfect. Go ahead, Tanya B. Yeah. And, you know, and I just want to say, um, just congratulate. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll just call it thing a thing. Um, over the last maybe 10 or so years, she and I have become, we, we cool. We cool like that. And she does come to Atlanta a lot and hang out and work and things along that line. So it's like, oh, my friend wanted Emmy. And when I lived in Pennsylvania, her uh, husband, Senator Vincent Hughes of Pennsylvania, is just amazing. I still think he should run for governor. Um, never been caught up in any kind of scandal. So, you know, he's doing the right thing. But also, I just want to say that um, if you saw Shirley Ralph's Instagram, uh, she got a beautiful uh 
beautiful just a spray of flowers from Beyonce congratulating her because again Beyonce did portray Dina Jones in Dreamgirls which was the role that Cheryl Lee Ralph did originate on Broadway back in the day so you know what I, I love the way that you know very quietly Beyonce can can really pay it forward and I think you know if anybody deserved that I think Cheryl Lee Ralph did I give her five on it for Chin Check and Jimmy Kimmel with his drunk ass at the Emmys and um, Quinta Brunson I think she said you know she was just still kind of caught up in the moment I did fall asleep when she was on his show on Wednesday to see what she said. I did, you know, see a bit uh, on news shows the next morning of him apologizing. But you know what? He had to have her on her show because at the end of the day, you got to give her and Cheryl Lee Ralph, you got to give them their props, their respect, give them their pocketbook and give them their things because I think we're going to see a lot more things from both of those ladies. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I love the way she talks about the fact you know, that as a black actress, um, you know, she ran into so many hurdles. And for those of you, you know, a lot of folks who are maybe newer or younger, um, you know, she uh, the Dream Girls and, and people don't realize that she was part of the Dream Girls, as was um, was my right. girl. Jennifer uh, Holiday and, and Loretta Devine and, and Loretta Devine. Loretta Devine. Yeah, um, you know, she she was in the movie, if you if you recall, which was uh, probably, you know, a forgotten movie from the 80s. The Mighty Quinn, Quinn? Uh, in 1989. No. It was her and Denzel and Robert Townsend. There's more. Uh, right. and, I just thought you know, yeah, she was in ago. she was in several movies. Well, wait, wait, wait. So, well, let me finish, don't think, No, you cut me off now. See, now you know what it feels like. Let me. Finished, damn it, you cut my ass off. But go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna go ahead. I right, but but I'm just I'm just mentioning a couple of things. Just the Moesha, the fact that you know she was D Mitchell, her stepmother in, in um in Moesha. Uh, you know, the and, and the Barbara Howard role is just perfect for her. So, you know, I'm I'm really happy. I told y'all I gotta get up out of here. The, the Benadryl is wearing off. But um, you know, I, I'm just Ooh. yeah, oh yeah. I'm just um really thrilled to see her make it. And, you know, I'm one of those folks who watches the Forbes top 10 actresses and, and we got to do, I mean, we have to do a better job as uh, consumers going out to support the movies like Viola Davis's movie so that these black women can make more money, man. And, and they can succeed and, and, and thrive in Hollywood um, because, you know, you never see them in the top 10. Viola is probably the only one. And go ahead, Tanya B. You can finish up. I just wanted to say that. Nothing else. OK, cool. I, no, no, no. I was no. I wanted to say also we forgot. See. You talked about um, Shirley Ralph. No, she was in this movie that's like a cult classic, if you will, The Distinguished Gentleman with Eddie Murphy yep. and Charles yeah. S. Dutton. Yeah. Um, you know, again, It's a Living was Tom Hanks. Remember that from yeah. back in the day? Yep, yep. Um, she's had a lot of shows that didn't quite make it, but I think a lot of people really remember her. The Millennials, or maybe the Gen X's, remember her as being Lauren Hill's mother and sister act, too. Because singing does not pay the bills. <laughs> yeah, so true, so true. Hey, y'all, real quick, let's do this. What you watching this week, Tommy B? Hey, and you know, this week... Uh, um, and, and I forgot, man, I don't think every anybody realized that Atlanta was coming back this week uh, because of the fact that they had recently just done that that last season. This is the final season of Atlanta. And I'm telling you, as weird as Atlanta is, we love it. The folks who watch it love it. Episode one, uh, I'm glad to see them back in Atlanta, y'all, um, because they are doing the Atlanta landmarks. Atlantic Station was part of it. That's my, you know, of course, you know, part of my stomping ground. But my real old stomping ground, I'm watching the first half of it. Shout out to my folks, Hedlund and Delo. 
If you live, wow, you know, I got live, lost over there one yes, time. The, you wow, know, I, immediately Paperboy in this episode is is on a scavenger hunt, and they wind up in this parking lot. And I'm looking at the show, and I'm like, damn, I know that. And that was, you know, because I grew up over there. I used to ride my bike as a kid over there. So, you know, shout out to my folks who know Headland and Delo, uh over near the Wayfield Foods. Now that's over there, and so so shout out and thank you, Donald Glover, for showing the city yeah yeah on fx and it's a two-parter part one is paper boys it's a hilarious scavenger hunt y'all it's funny it's crazy uh part two earned one of the most diabolical paybacks i've ever seen it's just and and you know the song they play at the end of the episode i'll just say it i won't tell you the. you know i'm not gonna spoil it but i will say it's cold-blooded by rick james so they do that for a reason so yes uh donald glover atlanta there's nothing like it among any black shows. And the only thing I can really compare it to is, and, and I, I didn't watch Seinfeld, uh, but the, you know, like a show about nothing, they just use these nothing, nothingness, and they create something out of it. That's the only thing I can really compare it to. But, but kudos. Let me ask to, you this. To, yeah, go ahead. Uh, you said, no, this, like, what what has been the next Seinfeld? What do, do you know of anything, you know, in your, what are you watching, Tommy B, that might be the next Atlanta? No, I mean, Atlanta, and and I I saw this on Twitter. Somebody called Atlanta the hip hop Twilight Zone, but it (laughs) it, it doesn't do like the Twilight Zone is intentionally trying to, you know, I don't say scare you, but, you know, leave you into the suspense and mystery and so on and so forth. Sci fi. But if you watch this episode, you'll understand it's, uh, you know, I'm an English guy. I mean, I, I grew up. You know, studying English and 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 and, and lit. I, I was big into lit. And and there's a, an era called the uh, you know the absurdity uh, theater of the absurd. And and if you if you understand what I'm saying, you get that it is really theater of the absurd. The shit is so absurd that you have to say there. You have to sit. You have to sit there and watch it. Go. What the fuck? It, it, it's it, it really is absurd but it's not absurd in a bad way like my next watch was end of the road that was just absurdity because of bad direction and bad writing you know so i i love queen latifah and luda uh Bo bridges is actually you know jeff bridges's brothers is a part of it i love them they're two of my faves uh i support them but y'all, y'all got to do better when it comes down to writing and direction with some. I mean, I know it's Netflix and and the good thing is it's streaming. So, you know, the, the good thing about it is there's some energy and there's, you know, uh, some action. But when it comes down to the script, I mean, it's kind of like or you watch it. It's just like so absurd. There's there's the good absurdity that's in comedy that comes out of Atlanta. And there's, then there's just trash. So I'm going to leave Question. it. Go ahead. Go ahead. What what was worse, Kevin Hart me time or Queen Latifah end of the road? <laughs> oh, that's easy, Kevin Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. I mean, I, you know, and and I, you know, I I think again, I, I go back to it. Uh, I think a lot of these folks got these deals probably with Netflix, and and some of it's rushed maybe to just get it out there so that they can fulfill the the agreement. Uh, and, and they don't take the time. I mean, cause now, honestly, when it comes down to doing movies, a lot of it's about time. They don't give you, uh, the time and the money they used to, to develop projects. I mean, it's funny because, um, Mark Wahlberg, um, had talked about the fact that Hollywood, um, really and truly these days before 
you could you could do a project that wasn't that great. It would go to DVD and you could still make money because you had the hard copy DVDs. DVDs don't exist anymore. So now it comes down to streaming and you still got to try to get that audience. And it really doesn't pay like it paid for a hard DVD. So the industry's changed. So people aren't willing to put the money into these projects the way they used to. So just think about that. And, and I'm going to keep going on because it's a weird day to day. My internet never acts goofy and it's a goofy day. So we're going to just try to get through this taping. Uh, but, but the other thing, um, and I got to say this, um, you know, to folks who are really watching uh, the fall season this upcoming week is actually uh, the fall debut. Uh, it's, it's real fall debut of a lot of shows. So Atlanta's, uh, no, yeah, I think Atlanta came out last week, but you're going to get the first episode of Abbott's Elementary and, and some other shows are going to be dropping in these upcoming weeks because we're actually going to be in the fall season. But we'd love your feedback. Weigh in. Go to castropolis.net. That's C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S.net. And you could go to our people poll and, uh, and definitely uh, make sure that you um, give us your feedback on, on what, we've, what we've said and done today. Really appreciate you. Tony, but you got any last minute thoughts? And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, my last minute thought is, again, reminding people September 23rd, the Sydney Poitier documentary comes on Apple TV. And also September 23rd, Tyler Perry's movie, A Jazz Man's Blues, 30 Years in the Making, debuts on Netflix. And just be kind to one another. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, I, I want to say also to, I don't know, I'll go to you, Vi, because I, I hadn't, we hadn't heard much from you today, Vi. You got any shout outs? You know, shout out. I would like to say I am a proud Falcon fan today. The Falcons made us proud today. They hung in there to the end. They only lost by four points. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> but but on the on another note, Vi, I got to say um, to all the folks who uh, support Matt Ryan. Where you at? Because <laughs> he got who? he lost to the who? Jaguars, and and, and, and I, that's who I thought the Falcons were playing. Oh wow! No, I mean no, so no. so, and I, I and I got a shout out. I, I'd have my notes here to shout out. Um, say a shout out to um, uh, this season. Vi, I think I'd mentioned it to you. The fact that you know, forty years ago today, uh, we we were we had the opportunity to come together at Troy University. And uh, I'm just excited that, um, you know, uh, this season may hear from our fellows, man, uh, back in the day, you know, called Smurfs. Uh, and I know, Tony, you don't laugh, but, but you know, we were referred to as freshmen as we stepped on the ground in 1982. And, and just got to say what's up to those fellows. Uh, definitely Howie T. Big shout out to Howie, uh, Hitman Howie. And uh, and Tim Barnes, who's a big supporter, uh, big supporter of the yeah. podcast. Just thank you so much. And y'all, um, you know, if I, if I get, you know, I, I appreciate you definitely. And and I got to say, definitely, y'all, uh, don't forget our merch store is open uh, in time for fall and the holidays and uh, the messages that you hear within the show before the show. All the information is there. All you got to do is go to castropolis.net, hit the link and please support us. We'll be there. Uh, next week's episode uh, will feature Onye Love. Uh, we had Onye on around Valentine's Day to talk about relationships. And this year she's going to be talking about uh, her views on cuffing season. Y'all, you know, Google it. I'm not going to explain it, but if you know about cuffing season. Uh, it's a Beyonce song. <laughs> it's beyond that. But Google it. Uh, October through Valentine's Day. But she's going to be on next week and talk about it, y'all. And with that, let's go to the benediction. What, what, come on, by. Let me, let me get your music right here. Many of us act 
is worrying is the option. As if we are free to worry, if we want to, but we're not. Worrying is a sin. It's one of those things the word of God directly commands us not to do. Remember, though God will not take your cares away from you, you have to give them to him. Then you have to replace the word with the word. You are the one who has to keep your thoughts under control, but we can do it. The greater one dwells within us, is able to put you over. Commit to it. You'll never have to worry again. Psalm chapter 55, verse 22. Give your burden to the Lord and he will take care of you. He will not permit the God to sin and slip and fail. In other words, God will not put you through anything that you cannot help. Believe that, people. He answers your prayers. All you got to do is ask him. Amen. Amen. Amen, Bob. Thank you so much, man. Let me give it up for you. Yes, brother. Again, Vod, Tanya B, y'all, thank you again uh, for, for the support and the show and being on and giving, giving the best every single week we do it. Um, we greatly appreciate all of you who listen to the podcast. And def- don't forget next week at uh, 147. Let's get into like, that conversation. If, uh, As a matter of fact, reach out to us. Go to castropolis.net. If you know about cuffing season, why don't you shoot us your thoughts? Go to the uh, voicemail, the people poll. Love to, And we might use it. We might use it on the show. Yeah. If you have questions, go ahead and do that. All right, y'all. All right, with that, y'all, episode 146 is in the can, and we are out of here. Peace. Falcon fans, don't lose hope. We still have it. <laughs> Hallelujah. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.